0: ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is stupendous Steve Barber, and joining me as my co-host is Dynamite Joyland Davis. Hey, everybody. Yeah, that is what we, we decided on, right? Or, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we we'll just had to make sure, you know, we, we have a committee about this, and <laughs> and we actually had a third party, actually. Yeah. You know, yeah. He liked it as well, so uh, so we may just have to go with it. And, you know, so now granted, now, hopefully we don't get sued by somebody. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but we'll we'll have to see. Um, but today we're going to talk kind of about money the bank, but really what direction is?
1: Yeah, it's what like direction what, are they going? And I, yeah, because I thought I kind of knew the direction they were going, and then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, it just took a hard right, and I'm like, okay, um,
0: yeah, uh, it's, yeah, because money the bank. Like we've discussed, Money of the Bank, for the most part, was a absolute great pay-per-view. Yeah, or, it really was. Event mean, up until the last couple of Up until minutes. the main event. Yep. It, up to the main event. I mean, it was absolutely great. I'm like, man, this is good. This is good. So that's what you're going to do. Okay. Yep.
1: They couldn't just ride it out for like 30 more minutes and let, let it just be a great show it would have been like the first honest great show they've had all year from top to bottom, but they, they couldn't, they couldn't, somebody fell asleep at the wheel and Vince Russo slid in for a minute <laughs> and booked the main event. Uh,
0: yeah. Um, well, actually I think Vince Russo would have done it. He would have probably had like Kayla Braxton come in and win it.
1: Probably. Yeah. Or he would have had something he would have had like the, the money in the bank briefcase would have been on a pole instead of hanging from yep. The
0: yep, or or, the on a fork, or a forklift. Or a forklift,
1: yep. yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> true. So,
0: but before we get started with all that, I want to go ahead and give our contact and listening info. If you want to email the show, it's podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash armchairbookingpodcast. You can find us on Instagram, also at armchairbookingpodcast. You can find us on Twitter, at bookingarmchair. You can find us on TikTok, at armchairbooking. You can find us on YouTube, obviously, if you're watching it. You, you can find us on just about any kind of audio platform there is. If we're not there, let one of us know we would do whatever we can to get ourselves at it. Because I do know there may be some, you know what the big get would be? It'd be Sirius XM's podcast thing. I know we're not on that one, but that mm-hmm. one's not just not a normal type of podcast. So yeah. If you get on that, that's yeah, yeah that'd be kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but if you want to get some of our merch, go to tpublic.com slash user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast. You can also find Dwayland on Twitter at fat underscore daddy 73. You can also find his YouTube channel and TikTok at big and fat. I have to make sure I don't say big fat because that's, yeah. that's our friend. Yeah. You know? So, um, but you can also find my other podcast, uh, the cubicle chat, just go search that out. That's been my alternate. You know, I've been starting and just had a, another good episode last night. And the person who was on there with me, she has now asked me to help her set up her own podcast. Cool cool you know so uh she she had fun and she's like you know what this is very therapeutic i'm like all right cool so (laughs) i'm gonna try to help her set one up um and we have been corresponding with kyle Mm -hmm. you know for the past few days and we're trying to work something out where he can come on the back you know for at least one episode and yeah you know we've got some some (laughs) ideas you know so we're gonna have to nail down when we're gonna have to nail down the what and Mm -hmm. you know how and um you know, because all of us, I mean, we all have ser- some seriously busy schedules. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and you got like 18 kids running around the house right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some and are I mean, yours. I mean, some are
1: mine. Some uh, three are mine, two of my nieces, and one of my nephews. And it's like, I love them all, but I need them to be quiet for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for a minute.
0: And then you got other kids that just think, hey, it must be a party. And they just kind of yeah. hang out.
1: <laughs> yeah um Abby's best friend lives next door she's over oh. here so <laughs> so I really got seven kids here
0: right now. yeah uh, sounds like my son his best friend also lives next door <laughs> you know well he, he spends one week at his mom's and other week at his dads and his dad's mm-hmm. he, he lives next door so um but yeah his best friend and, they, and they've started the band
2: oh okay yeah
0: cool. so I, yeah I think I, yeah I think I posted a picture of him and, him
2: mm-hmm. and his friend
0: sitting on the, our front porch and Layton's on a guitar and his friend is holding one of my basses, and you know they they wanting to start a band. You know, cool. So, um, and just to give kind of an update on local stuff, uh, I don't know if you saw my post about what I went through yesterday on my way home.
1: Yes, I saw that.
0: Dude, uh, I must have missed a tornado by like that
1: much. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Um Kyle, actually, he texted me after I, um, I posted that, and he said, um, oh, there it is right there. He said, you're blessed to be around tonight. I'm like, Yeah. (laughs) Yes I am.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, because I left work, uh, actually earlier our boss said, if y'all can get out and beat the storm, go, I should have just stayed in the office, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you. I mean, um, because the storm, I mean, it was, it was a hard, hard storm, uh, but it did clear up after like 45 minutes or so. So it wasn't like it was going on for hours upon end. Um, But normally when I leave my office, I get on 275, I-275, which goes around Cincinnati, and I use that to go home because I use that to get another road, boom, you know, get to the big bustling metropolis of Mount Orb.
2: Right.
0: Well, I-275, when it rains, when any kind of inclement weather, it gets stupid. Mm. And there's a lot of construction, um, and the wind – because right now I'm driving a Ford Fiesta. The wind just it pushes it all over the yeah. place. So I was like, all right, I'm going to take the back way. The back way takes me through a town called Goshen. Goshen was hit by a tornado uh, probably right before I went through it. Oh. Yeah. And I mean, I'm seeing big, big trees that have been uprooted. And we're like wow. laying across, yeah, laying across people's yards. Some laying across the road. I had to turn around at one point because there was a tree across the road. Um, I saw a tree on somebody's house, and I'm like, in fact, that was the first one I saw. And I'm like, has that been there a while? Is that new? <laughs> and I look down there's another tree, and I'm like, I oh, do. I mean, it was horrible. I mean, there was debris everywhere. Of course, oh my
2: god,
0: yeah, there was uh, emergency vehicles. You know, um, they they come flying down the road, and, and yeah, uh, somebody said that the the fire department actually got hit.
2: Really?
0: Yeah. You know, so I don't know how true that was. I mean, that's one person. She may just heard a rumor, but that's what I heard was the fire department was hit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, but yeah. um, Yeah. So that it's just, you know, right. And there are a lot of people left that power. One of my coworkers, she actually was out. with She was without power. Um, yeah. You know, she said that hers, you know, she called her sister's staying with her right now and she called her sister and and, um, and she said, yeah, the power's back on. So thankfully for that. But yeah, they yeah. had I've heard anywhere from forty to seventy thousand people in this the tri-state area here, oh, which, yeah, Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, without power. So, uh, yeah, so that was my my afternoon yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but so how how was your? Well, never mind. You got your own tornadoes running around.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: um, so if I hear, you know, um, just say, say if y'all hear Juelen say, hold on for a second, he's going to go punt somebody.
1: Yeah, if you if you hear me say hold on a minute, and I just yell shut up, you know the kids are being loud, but hope's in there, so oh, they there you it go. should be. It should be.
0: <laughs> All right, so money in the bank, um, except for the last match, <laughs> yeah. We and we can get to that, but what was your take on like the first matches? I mean, when they were rolling through.
1: I was, honestly, I was really surprised. It was like a, it was a very well-booked show yeah. for, you know, from from start till the main event. It was a <laughs> very well-booked show. I mean, there were some matches, obviously, they were better than others, but for whole, it actually had that special event-type feel to it. It didn't, none of the matches felt like just, like another episode of Raw or SmackDown, right? They actually felt like pay-per-view type matches.
0: Yeah, none of the matches were bad. I mean, no, you know, um, even one where I thought was kind of going to be kind of suspect. You know, Bianca and Carmella, you know. But I'm like, then I remembered, you know what, Camara, Carmella she used to be able to bring it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So and we know Bianca she brings it like every match.
1: Oh yeah. You know.
0: So, but when they did the women's let. The women's ladder in the bank. Did I, did I really just say that ladder in the ladder in the bank? Yeah. I, I, okay. I was, I was gonna let it go, but you brought it. <laughs> the women
1: to you. Brought it to our attention.
0: I was gonna let it go. But. <laughs> I was reading it off of Wikipedia on my phone. I just saw the word ladder, and then above that, it's a it's like money, but it's like ladder in the bank. You know, so money in the bank ladder match. <laughs> the women's money in the bank match. Uh. When all the women came out, I'm like, man, I really, I'm mean, because I was always, I was thinking Lacey Evans would probably take it.
1: I was honestly thinking that Becky would probably win. Is who I? That's not who I would would have picked, but that's who I thought they were going to go with. Was right. Becky? Because actually, I kind of like the story that they're doing with Becky, as far as you know, she lost the Raw Women's Championship, she hadn't been able to get it back, she's been losing matches, you know, you know the different people and it's like she's kind of hit this rock bottom thing and she's like spiraling out of control and I kind of like where they're going with this and I figured that will be where they let her win the match but surprisingly they didn't and then Becky blew a gasket when the match was over which added to her current character Mm -hmm. her current character work because she just lost her mind when she didn't win but I was honestly I was Pleasantly surprised that they gave it to Liv Morgan. Yeah, oh, I was happy, and because I mean, she's worked really hard to improve. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been over with the fans for quite a while, so I was I was glad they gave it to her. And
0: with all the recent changes that have been happening in WWE,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it does make me kind of wonder. You know, maybe maybe VKM isn't the one really pulling the strings right now. Maybe he's not calling the shots because
1: I don't know because it's like he tends to go for the most part he tends to go with the in his mind the safer bet which would have been a, an Oscar or a Becky Lynch or you know somebody like that. We all knew he wasn't going to win it but I, I honestly thought that she had, she had a good showing for herself. You know that's a big stage to be on, you know, she's mm-hmm. people were giving her flack on social media, like enough flack to where she deactivated her Twitter account because people were really just going, going after her saying how she made so many botches in the match and everything. And there was a couple of things where you could tell there was like, you know, like she either did get her foot planted and she might have fell, fell wrong or something, but it's a ladder match people. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's not something you can just, it's not something you can practice. It's, you have to go out there and just do it. And honestly, I didn't think her work was sloppy. It's like, if anything, it just showed the times that people did consider it to be like a botch or whatever. To me, it just looked like more, she's new to this environment. She's trying to use this ladder as a weapon as best she can. Not everything's going to go right. And I mean, she's still new to the main roster. She's gonna, you know, she's got plenty of time to get used to matches like that. So, I man, I thought she did fine.
0: And I like her name. Her name is like one of the greatest ever. <laughs> it <Yeah>. really is, <laughs> you know, because you imagine facing somebody named Shotzi Blackheart. you like, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. okay, you know, that's a, that's a serious name. You know, so, uh, but like you said, I mean, I was very pleasantly surprised to see Liv Morgan win it, and I was like, finally, you know, they're giving her good yeah. push. Yeah. I was like, all right. She got the me the bank. Now I wonder what she's going to cash it in. Should have known when she did her interview later on. I have all year. Wink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: so nope.
0: Wink. It might be all year.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: tonight, but it, you know, I have all year and that should have been the hint. Yeah. She's going to cash in
1: tonight. Yeah. People have had uh, another thing on social media, on Twitter that people have been complaining about is that they said that they're tired of people cashing in the the same night that they win the briefcase. My thing is, why would you not? I would. Adrenaline running. Saw, if I saw the opportunity, I'm cashing in right then. to the say I get hurt down the line and can't cash it in. Right.
0: Or they I'm decide like, – they decided to give the briefcase to somebody else like they did Otis.
1: <laughs> exactly. Or like, because like uh, like Mr. Mr. Kennedy, when he won at WrestleMania 23, he won the briefcase. And then he had an arm injury that they were thinking was going to require surgery. So they had Edge beat him for the briefcase. That way, got the briefcase off him. Come to find out, the doctor misdiagnosed it, and the injury Ooh. wasn't, wasn't going to require surgery. He was mm-hmm. just going to be out for like a month to and rehab. It and he was he was fine, but by then they'd already taken the briefcase off of him and gave it to Edge. And Edge had already cashed in on the Undertaker, so it's like <laughs> just Sorry. wasted wasted opportunity. <laughs> Sorry but, about that. Yeah, but I don't have any issue with them cash again. I mean, sometimes with the, the you can work the storyline right and play the guessing game for a long time Mm -hmm. but as short term as wwe books it makes more sense to have them cash it in quick whether than rather than hold on to it for you know six months to a year
0: and and even then i think it kind of depends on how they had them hold it um because like Big E, he, dude, he was cracking me up last year. He was walking up. <laughs> yeah, he was just giggling,
1: making <laughs> people nervous, and then just walking off.
0: Yeah, and then all of a sudden he showed up in Raw and cashed it. It was like, Yeah, huh? All right, they threw us a swerve there. Um, Seth Rollins cashing at WrestleMania. I got, I still got to be no because called it. Oh
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Yep, one of the yep. few times I actually got a a, mm-hmm. a wild off the wall prediction right, but called it. Uh, but then who was it that? Um, every time they tried to cash in, they couldn't either, couldn't get a referee
1: or something. Was it it Carmella? Yeah, I think it was when she tried. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because she couldn't get a, couldn't get a referee out there before, uh, the person she was trying to cash in on, like got to their feet or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And it took, she had to, it took, uh, the Iconics beating up Charlotte. That's in right. Order, in order for her to be able to cash in and win the title,
0: uh, yeah, because she always had no chin, James Ellsworth with her.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I'm glad they gave it to Live. Um, I also thought that, uh, um, Raquel Rodriguez, I thought mm-hmm. she did a re- an excellent yep. job. I've, I've been a fan of her since NXT, so um, I think they if they book her right, I think she will do big things.
0: Hopefully, because she already looks impressive.
1: Yeah, you know. So um,
0: now the next match, excuse me, Bobby Lashley and I, it's, I can't just call him Theory. That's a dumb one name. I,
1: yeah, I still call name. him Austin Theory because it's like you can't just call somebody Theory. That
0: makes Austin sense. Austin Theory sounds like a good. Yeah. name. it's not like he's a quarterback for you know Texas. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and I thought this is a you know pretty good match and. Bobby Lashley all of a sudden has almost become like full-fledged face now.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Every that whole arena was chanting for, for Bobby Lashley. And uh, he's just so impressive. I mean, a guy that size, the speed, the agility, mm-hmm. you know, the technical ability. I mean, he is absolutely everything you'd want in a pro wrestler.
0: He had a shoulder injury back in January, wasn't it, or mm-hmm. February, whenever it was. Because some reason I caught this, you could almost see scars where probably they they cut into him.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, but with him, I mean, his muscles are just all over the place. So it just looks like more veins just in a weird place. I know, right? (laughs) So, uh, but I was glad to see him win it. Um, And I'm, I think they're trying to push him again because they were pushing him and then all of a sudden they got hurt. So they had to take whichever, the WWE one of the belts,
1: whichever one. Yeah, it had. was the WWE title. Yeah, they had to take that off of him, which I hated that because he never, you know, he never got to properly defend it. Right. And, um, you know, and then never got beat for it, so.
0: And, yeah, because he just he couldn't do anything at, at, at Elimination Chamber.
1: Yeah, so they did the, uh, which was, this was tacky, they did the uh, concussion protocol thing, which is never a good
0: don't don't joke around with that. I no, mean yeah, that's,
1: that's, that's not a good storyline. I mean it's considering you know considering what we know about concussions and what has happened to wrestlers due mm-hmm. to concussions, that's not that's not something to use in a storyline.
0: Now, I mean theory, well, I don't dislike the theory's work in the ring.
1: No, I don't either. And, I think he's got I think I, he he obviously has talent. Yeah, and you know, I think he's going to be really good. I just think it's too much too soon.
0: Yeah, and anytime I think about too much too soon, I always think about Tony Atlas because he said that in one of the roundtable mm-hmm. or, or the semi roundtable discussions, and he said what happened to me was too much too soon.
1: Yep. Same uh, thing happened to Drew McIntyre. His yep. first run, too much too yep. soon. Too and much. Then-
0: yep. And it's, I mean, somebody they're not experienced enough to be to be able to handle the stress of that. I mean, because that's a lot yeah. of pressure on you. Yeah. And so now, I mean, he's got. Well, we're kind of skipping ahead a little bit, but yeah, we already know what happens later on because he loses the U.S. belt. I'm glad to see Bobby Lashley with it. Give him a and let him hold the belt for a while. Yeah. Don't hot potato it. Yeah. Seriously. Don't get.
1: Don't give it back to. Don't give it back to Theory. Which you know, based on Monday. I feel like that's gonna be the rematch. I think the rematch is gonna happen at SummerSlam. Which I think everybody they, I everybody think they was, said it is going to. Which everybody was hoping it would be Theory and John Cena. But since Theory's not the champion now, that match that match wouldn't work.
0: And you'll see it if it's a SummerSlam. Yeah. yeah. You might see it with binoculars. Yeah. But Because you said you got nosebleed, but you'll still be there, which...
1: Yeah, I'll still be there. And from what I understand, it hasn't sold out yet.
0: I did hear that.
1: Because uh, Nissan Stadium seats over 69,000 people. And they they have not sold that stadium out yet.
0: Maybe they ought to give up this idea of putting everything in a stadium.
1: Yeah. Because if they don't sell it out, then they'll have to a lot of times they have to adjust people's seating so to make it look fuller. So they'll move right. people down and to fill might, out the seats down there. So maybe you'll may get, get a front row seat. We may get lucky and get, <laughs> get some good seats, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm glad Bobby Lashley won. I hope this is an upward you know, trajectory back towards the world title. Back,
2: yeah. Uh,
0: and, and because they need to give the, the U.S. title more prestige and the intercontinental title Yes. Because they're just letting them kind of fall by the wayside. It's like, no, these are two historic titles. Yeah. What is wrong with you
1: people? You know? Um, and I actually, honestly, the, the, um, the, the current United States championship belt has actually grown on me. I actually like how it looks now. Yeah. At, at first, I was like, mm, I mean, it still looked better. I never liked the other one that they had. I, I didn't the, one like- that was
0: the one that was a little flashy.
1: Yeah, I didn't yeah. like that one. This one's more understated and looks more like, you know, looks more like a classic championship belt.
0: Yeah. Uh, now the Intercontinental title, the new one. No, no, no. I, I, I don't know what that what they were going for, but it just doesn't look. I bad. don't like.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't like any Intercontinental title belt except for the classic. I don't yep. like the oval one they used in the Attitude Era. I don't like. And I don't like the one they have now. And I didn't like the, the one with the green strap that Tito Santana and Greg Hammer Valentine and all of them had. I just like that, that classic one. Now it can have the white strap because I think that kind of like.
2: Yeah, it kind of makes it pop. It pop. So,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, it has to be that classic design.
0: But now the next match, and I'm, um, I thought, I mean, Usos and Street Profits, we knew going in oh. that was going to
1: be a good match. That, was, that match was fantastic. Yeah. And Montez Ford may as well have a sign on his head, forehead that says main event. Because yeah. that dude is just amazing. And you can tell he's put on quite a bit of muscle. Mm-hmm. And it's still, it didn't slow him down a bit. Like uh, Pat McAfee was saying, he's like, which I don't know how much muscle he's put on, but Pat McAfee said he probably put on like 20 pounds of muscle. He's like, but it hasn't slowed him down one bit. hadn't you hadn't slowed him down. hadn't affected his agility or anything. And just anytime you had there, it's kind of like having Usos and New Day. Anytime you have new, Usos and Street Profits together, you know it's gonna, you know you're doing oh, yeah. classic.
0: And you know there's going to be a lot of things happening in the air.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. <laughs> so um, for some reason, I felt like they're kind of teasing a breakup with the Street Profits? Because I I have heard that Montez Ford wants to go single.
1: Yeah. um, They even kind of dropped that hint. Um, Corey Graves said that uh, Kayla, she's one of the backstage interviewers, had said that the Street Profits hadn't been getting along all that well, that there was a rumor that they hadn't been Hmm. getting along. So, I mean, they've already storyline-wise kind of dropped those seeds. But, I mean, they still work work fine together. It was you knew eventually – I mean, tag team wise, they've already done everything there is to do as a tag team. I mean, yeah. they've won Raw, SmackDown, and NXT tag team titles. So the next logical move is singles. Some, te- some teams are teams forever, like Rock and Roll Express. Mm-hmm. And then some teams, eventually, you have that, you know, you each kind of go your separate ways and see who sinks and who swims.
0: And some reason I was thinking like the Rockers or when they started the Midnight Rockers
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know Sean and Marty because when they broke up you know and Marty went jumping through a uh, plate glass window
1: I know I mean I didn't uh, I don't understand how he didn't see the window there I mean
0: dude I mean we know it's glass it's clear but you should see the letters yeah yeah, I mean it had
1: barbershop literally written on the thing it's like
0: you know I mean
1: he's just clumsy he, he must be I
0: mean but they kept that feud going for a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, not like nonstop. It was like Marty would come back and all of a sudden he'd show up in a Royal Rumble and also mm-hmm. little,
1: And they'd go right at it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and like every. And so everybody knew the history. I could see the Street Profits maybe doing that, yeah. uh, except for, you know, of course, like I said before, WWE, they, they do the short term booking
1: mm-hmm. because
0: they have a pay per view every month, which means they got to get all the store It's like, come on, long term it.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, no, we got, a, we got another pay-per-view we got to sell, so uh, let's have... I, I'm afraid if they split the street profits, they're going to have a month-long feud, blow-off will be at a pay-per-view, and then that'll be it. When there's yeah. so much more that can be told with that story.
0: And you know, when you... I mean, that, that's like the... We always talk about the best matches have reasons, legitimate reasons mm-hmm. for the matches. Attack teams team splitting up, is a good reason for, yeah, for a few reason for a match.
1: Yeah. It's a good reason for a few, especially like if it's like Dawkins doesn't want to split and wants to keep chasing the tag titles and say Montez is like, you know, we've had a good run. We've won all the tag titles. You know, we've won tag titles and all on all three brands, you know, I want to see, you know, I want to try to be, you know, win some singles gold and there's the friction right there because yeah. Dawkins could be like, well, you're bailing on the team and I thought you had my back and all this stuff. And Montez could be like, well, I feel like you're kind of holding me down and keeping me from moving on to that next level. It's like, it's, it's not rocket science. It's not hard to book this story. Yeah. I
0: mean, it could be even something as simple as, you know, one of them isn't there for the tag. it could be an accident. Yeah, You weren't there for me, you know, that type
1: of thing. Yeah. Look how it worked with, uh that's worked a couple of times. Uh, um, Barry Lugern, Wyndham and Luger and Wyndham. Yep, yep. yep, Luger and Wyndham. It also worked with uh, Strike Force when they split.
0: Oh, that's right. Yep.
1: Yeah, because Martel went for the tag, but Strike, but uh, Demolition had already taken Tito Santana out. So Martel was like, Martel ended up walking out later and was like, "You weren't there for me when I needed you."
0: Which I mean, I know that's very, very old school. Uh, I was very shocked because I would always thought of Rick Martell as like the perpetual good guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Us old school, you know, us old school wrestling fans remember Rick Martell, you know, he's the AWA world champion and he yeah. was the quintessential baby face. And then, you know, he was he was like that in WWE. And then yeah, it was shocking to see him turn on Tito. And then when especially when he became the model, it was like it was complete turn from what we yep. were used
0: to granted still a good wrestler i mean that, that yep. part oh lived. absolutely yeah
1: <laughs> so
0: oh but yeah that match uh, oddly enough i kind of thought the match didn't live up to the expectations just because we know how good these two teams could get yeah but we know the match was still it was still at a very very high oh height. yeah
1: yeah
0: no uh, um but we know the potential i mean they could have actually done even better you know so I,
1: I do like how they left a, a way for the Street Profits to get back, get another title match because yeah. Montez Ford's shoulder, shoulder was completely, I mean, it was like Hogan and Andre level
0: yeah, I mean, you off the mat. You, know you could have put a cinder block under there.
1: Oh, yeah. Right. You could have parked your car under his, you know, in yeah. that space that was up. So that gives, you know, that gives them another shot of the title. Maybe that's when the breakup comes. Uh, I have two complaints. One for that match and one for the Theory-Bobby Lashley match. It's just my preference. Champions should never come out first.
0: I, You know what? I didn't even catch that either time.
1: They had Theory come out first for his U.S. title match. They had the Usos come out for the tag title match. No. Champions come out last.
0: Always. Always. I don't care if you have like a six- Person match, elimination match for a title. Five non champions go out first and then the person with the belt. Exactly. Last.
1: Yep. Oh. But that wasn't a match quality complaint. That was just a personal preference. And I just.
0: No, I mean, you're not the only it. one. I mean, I've heard other people say the same yeah. thing. I just no. believe
1: in respecting the champion and the championship. Yep.
0: yep. Uh, and speaking of champions, next match, Rousey and Natalia. Which Nat- <laughs> Natalia, her new character, I don't know if you want to call it.
1: Uh, yeah, she, uh, I mean. She, she got kind of nasty. Yeah, she, she plays her role well. She's she she kind of like the gatekeeper of the women's division. Oh, yeah. You know, everybody, you know, it's like all the stars are going through her to get to that next level. Um, I thought the match was good. It was yeah. a good, like, it was a good technical match. You know, you you could tell. You know, they're both submission based wrestlers, and I thought it was good. There was a couple of times where I thought, you know, Natalia kind of lost. Rhonda, Rhonda was having a little bit of trouble keeping up a, a, in a couple of spots, but nothing real bad. But I thought it was a good match, and you know, Rhonda needs them to stay away from the sharpshooter though, because it was not a.
0: And you know, not, some not somebody pointed out. Uh, I don't know if it was on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, she did something when she put Natalia in the sharpshooter, but it was reminiscent of uh, the Montreal screw job. And so I said, man, she did all that on Bret Hart's birthday?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: It was his birthday the other day, too. Yeah. Saturday.
1: Yeah, because Natalia said she was dedicating the um, – yeah, Natalia dedicated the match to Bret. She even gave her sunglasses to a kid yeah. in the front row.
0: Which I was kind but, of surprised. I'm like – She's a heel. She's, or she's you know. Yeah, Brett. she's.
1: Yeah, but I guess since it was Bert, Brett's birthday, it's kind of an homage to Brett.
0: I mean, granted, Brett's sunglasses. I mean, they weren't exactly like the uh, the fine quality
1: sunglasses you would yeah, want. Yeah, they, they were, were like that weird. Had the foam on the inside and all that. Yeah,
0: so, they were the kind of like you know the doctor gives it when they dilate your eyes and you got to yeah. wear these. For a <laughs> yeah. Bit. Yeah. Uh and make makes the drive back to work a real adventure. Not that I ever had that happen. Yeah, I had it. It was me. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a that was a fun day. I didn't realize I was getting my eyes dilated that day.
1: Yeah, that's happened to me before too. And it's like <laughs> it's like, how am I gonna get back to work? <laughs> I, I was like,
0: man. So I had to sit in my car over there like, oh, when you feel safe to drive, it's like, well, you know, and I was still clocking in and out the times before you know I yeah. went went exempt. And so I'm driving up 275 and I'm like trying to light a cigarette because at the time I smoked and cigarettes in my mouth and my lighter was like all the way over here, you know, <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, finally when I got to work, I had to have somebody help me light until my eyes were able to finally,
1: you yeah.
2: know,
0: uh, recover. Um, but yeah, that was no fun. i I, do not like having my eyes dialing. No, yeah. I don't either. Uh, but when the music hit and Liv Morgan comes out.
1: Yeah. You know, um, I mean that, did you see? Have you seen the clip where it shows Michael Cole and Pat McAfee, mm. their reaction to Liv coming out? I mean, Michael Cole was so excited for her when her music hit. Um, you had the—it's on Twitter. Us, if I if I come across it again, I'll, I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, But I thought that was awesome. To where like the announcers knew how big of a moment this was for her and how much work she has put into improving and yeah when she came out i was like okay and i mean she she didn't like stand and pose or anything she made a beeline mm-hmm. and ronda's looking ronda said i'm not gonna say it on here but she was like crap <laughs> i just got done with this match here we go but i thought for just a second and i like how they booked it i thought for a second ronda was going to tap her
0: with the with the ankle lock
1: yeah with the ankle lock but she ended up rolling her up and pinning her and to me that speaks volumes that Liv Morgan just pinned Ronda Rousey Mm -hmm. for a women's world title
0: and when she first got in, they rang the bell as soon as they did she got her you know well because Liv tried to kick her she immediately grabbed a leg turned around the ankle lock I'm like oh no don't do this don't do this yeah that's that's what I thought they were "Ah." gonna do
1: and she and, was able to roll her up, and it was – that arena just erupted. Oh, yeah. When uh, she won.
0: 35 seconds. That's all on the match was, 35
1: seconds. I thought it was classy that Rhonda gave her the belt. Yep. Gave her a hug. I, I do think that was classy. A lot of people are like, uh, as a champion, she should have done something. She lost. I mean, she lived it exactly what the briefcase is, is designed for. She cashed in, caught the champion, yep. vulnerable, and beat her. I thought it was a classy move for Ronda to the hand her the title and raise her hand.
0: And it wasn't like when Braun Strowman announced, I'm going to be cashing in at this particular pay-per-view in three weeks.
1: Exactly. And it's then like- and anytime anybody announces that they're going to cash in, it never works. I take that back. I take that back. It did work for Rob Van Dam. He was the only one yep. that's announced where he was going to cash it in And he actually cashed cashed it in successfully. But everybody else, Big Show, Damien Sandow, uh, not Big Show, John Cena, Damien Sandow, um, who's the other one? Braun Strowman. Yep. They all said, oh, I'm doing this next week on Raw or two weeks on Raw or at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. And then it's like you just wasted the whole thing.
0: And of course, when Baron Corbin when he cashed in and just totally lost, um, yeah, yeah. And of course, that one was
1: because
0: he had actually legitimately pissed off Vince McMahon.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he got into a Twitter beef with somebody. Yep. But he didn't know that the guy was a member of the military. Oh, that's what that's what it was. He got I... into he got into it because the guy the mili- the guy that he got into it with they were talking about uh, CTE and, okay. you know, Baron Corbin's next football player. So, you yep. know, the, the guy he was getting into it with was kind of down, downplaying, you know, concussions and stuff in, in sports. And he's like, Baron Corbin, you know, got defensive because he's like, you know, I had friends who have had serious issues with concussions, whether it's wrestling or whether, you know, pro football and they got into it. Well, The guy ended up being a member of the military. Vince McMahon got wind of it, and quickly went on the defensive and punished Corbin for it. I I don't feel like Corbin should have been should have gotten punished because he didn't know the guy was a member of the military. Even if he was a member of the military, that was just that was a discussion between yeah. It had nothing to do with the military. So yeah, it had nothing to do with the military. I mean, it really had nothing to do with WWE as a company. So, I, I've, I felt like he got the raw end of the deal on that one.
0: Yeah. And then, so they, they forced him to cash in yeah. against Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Um, which I didn't mind. John, I didn't mind Jinder Mahal as a champion. I'll be honest with you. I, I
1: didn't guess. either. I mean, I know a lot of people are like, he was a terrible champion. No, he was terribly booked. Yeah. The man himself had everything. I mean, literally, Jinder mm-hmm. Mahal at that time, he had the look, he carried himself. Mm-hmm. like a world champion he spoke like a world champion you know mm-hmm. he he had everything and a great just,
0: heel world champion at that
1: a, yeah a great heel world champion you know he you know articulate he kind of reminded me of uh um uh, awa world champion nick Bockwinkel. oh
0: <laughs> okay
1: yeah i had to I, I had to my process i had to think because yeah. <laughs> i couldn't think of his name off the top of my head but kind of like that, like like Nick Bockwinkle or Jericho when he was doing his version of Nick Bockwinkle, right. like that. gender always, you know, was very articulate and carried himself well and everything. He was just booked terrible, and that's not his fault at all. That's the writer's fault. That's Vince McMahon's fault. That's not Jinder Mahal's fault.
0: And when Corbin, I was like, well, he was getting pushed, now mm-hmm. he's not, but they'll probably push him again, which they did, mm-hmm. you know, because he's very talented. Um, yeah. I liked him when he first came in there. And I remember telling you, I was like, this dude, Baron Corbin, I kind of like him. Yeah. You know? And
1: yeah, and- I like the Lone Wolf thing. And then it's like yeah. they kept changing the gimmick. And I feel like the only other worked was Broke Corbin. <laughs> Broke Corbin was fantastic. Anybody <laughs> who's never seen that, go back and, and search for Baron Corbin a few years ago when, you know, he was playing that he was broke. That was some of the best character work I've ever seen in wrestling.
0: He, he didn't, he didn't cut his hair.
1: No, he didn't I, shave.
0: You know, I don't even think he brushed his hair to tell you the truth. I don't either.
1: I had a big mustard stain on his <laughs> shirt. that and... <laughs> just,
0: um, and that, I mean, he, that showed, I mean, you give him a character to play and he'll be like, all right. Yeah. And he did it, and so now he's Happy Corbin. I don't like the name Happy Corbin, but, I mean, he's still – I like his moves.
1: Um, him and Pat McAfee will be wrestling at SummerSlam.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. So, the former – I think he was what? The Chiefs? You know what? I don't remember.
1: About I, think, I think they both played for the Colts.
0: You know what? I'm about to go look as soon as I – Seriously, where's it at? Uh, and well, you know what, Madcap Moss, um, he played for the Gophers, Minnesota Golden Gophers.
2: Yeah, he did.
0: Man, I mean, not that Minnesota. I mean, not they're like they're a huge powerhouse, but they're still in the Big Ten. Right. You know, so some of the teams they play against are. You know, so they, they do have to be somewhat good, and most teams probably couldn't hang with them. Um, Where's it at? Where's it at? I'm missing it. I'm missing it. Oh, there it is.
1: Yeah, McAfee played for the Colts.
0: Yep. Uh, he so playing. did. Um, Baron Gordon. Yep, Thomas Pestock.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Offensive lineman for the Colts and the Cardinals. And three-time Golden Gloves champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the man's legit. Oh, he yeah. He really is.
1: He definitely is.
0: And he puts his. He, he's from Kansas. That's why I was thinking he played for Kansas City. He probably wanted to play for Kansas City, but probably. Uh, he played college at Northwest Missouri State University, Division Two. But you know what? It's still collegiate level.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, a collegiate level athlete. I mean, you have my respect right
1: off. Oh
2: yeah.
0: But, um, but yeah, you know, yeah. I thought for some reason I was thinking he was actually in the Money in the Bank match, but he wasn't.
1: You no, know, what happened was um, after the show went off the air, um,
0: he attacked Pat McAfee. He, he, had,
1: he attacked, yeah. Pat McAfee, yeah.
0: So, so they set that up pretty good, and, it, and yeah, to me, it's kind of an incentive to go to a live show because you'll see something that,
1: yeah, you'll see yeah. something. Um, even though our, you know, even though they didn't see fit to have the world champion booked on Money in the Bank. I've seen Brock Lesnar versus Roman. I've seen every match that they've had. The only thing that gets me even halfway excited for this match is that it is last man standing. Which Hmm. means they're going to beat the crap out of each other with anything Hmm. they can get their hands on.
0: And, you know, I would pay to see them to get in like a shoot fight. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, you're talking to, once again, Collegiate level, Division One collegiate mm-hmm. level. At oh, speaking of Minnesota Golden Gophers, isn't that where Brock Lesnar yep. wrestled? Mm-hmm. Now him and Shelton Benjamin, they were roommates. Yep. And you know, of course, Roman Reigns, uh, Joe Anawaii, was mm-hmm. one of the team captains at Georgia Tech. Yep. You know, another Division One ACC. Uh, well, I know a lot of people don't want to hear that ACC when it comes to <laughs> football. But look, the Clemson in the ACC. Florida State's in you know they're my, they've had some great great. Oh, yeah. Team. So, so everybody else, just shut up. The ACC is it. <laughs> y'all not see what's on my shirt right here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't feel like changing shirts <laughs> after, after work. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, that would be a, a straight-up, le- just legit, you know, I mean, okay, now it has kind of piqued my interest some. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, you know, at first, if it was just a straight-up match, and then, like, we've seen this, but they when they announced it was last man standing, I was like, oh, huh? Ooh, and I get to see this live. Yeah, you do.
0: And they say, no, they're going to be up there in the stands and you're like, your popcorn, hold, your, hold the side up.
1: Hold my brother up. asked me if I was going to take one of my belts and I'm like, no, nah, I don't think so. Not trying, to def- not trying to defend it out in that heat. Yeah, I mean, because
0: yeah, you know the rules. If you bring the belt. Got to defend you, it. Got to defend it. I mean, if I was show up with a referee too. So Somebody with a striped shirt. Come yep. on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you know, come on. You know, um, you know, do they sell 24, seven belts?
1: Yeah. They sell the replicas. Of it. Okay. And yeah. I was yep. thinking
0: if somebody showed up with that, yeah. Our, our truth may go, that's my belt. <laughs> so that, that should, that be funny. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was glad that, you know, it was awesome that live cashed in and was able to win has become a champion. Um, uh, I like what she said on uh, The Bump. It's a little show WWE has. And they were like, you know, what sets you apart from like your Charlotte Flairs or your Ronda Rouseys? And she's like, people want to see me as champion. And she's absolutely right.
0: Yeah. Um, Was it Charlotte or was it Charlotte and Ronda or was it Charlotte and Becky?
1: Uh, It was Charlotte and Ronda. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. I remember Charlotte was definitely one of the names. Uh, Yeah because this would man, it's like, man, we hit on something gold. Let's do it 20 more times. Yeah. You no, know, the first police academy was good. The second one was decent. After that, after that, no, it just, yeah, it's yeah. all the same jokes over and over again. Yep. You know, John, Jones does funny noises. Yeah. You know, you know, hooks talks in a squeaky voice until the very <laughs> end, she calls somebody a dirtbag. Um, <laughs> You know, the big blonde lady, you know, she does something They make joke, jokes about her boobs. Yeah. And Steve Gutenberg's always saves the day. Oh, and yeah. and, and Hightower, yeah. he does something and he always got promoted. If you ever notice, he was always like, oh, yeah, great ahead of everybody.
2: Yep.
0: You know, so he's going to do something like rip the car doors off of like a Volkswagen or something. <laughs> but Vince, we, you know, there's, they should have stopped at maybe three police academies. They went on yeah. to do like eight or nine. Vince, you're doing the same thing.
1: Yeah, and it's like you don't have to look look what they're doing with Roman. Roman has been champion over; he's been I think it's fifty some days as the WWE champion now, and like six hundred and some days as the Universal Champion. Hmm. That's how you book. You don't have to book mm-hmm. them because it it has more value to the title if it's a longer reign. It and I'm not saying it has to be every title reign has to be a year but I mean a good like you look at aew their average championship reign for their world champ- champions is like five to six months that's a good yeah championship in this day and age that's a good championship reign um but like to me it's like the more times you win it just means the more times you lost it.
0: Yep, because Jerry Lawler was the USWA or Continental or whatever champion something like 200 times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That means he lost it 200 times.
1: Yeah. It's like, and especially in a shortened time span, like Ric Flair has 16 recognized world championships, but that was from the late, late 70s till early 2000. hmm That's a huge time frame. Mm-hmm.
0: There's 20, amass, 20, year, 20 years right there.
1: Yeah, to amass 16 world titles. Not – John Cena has 16 world titles, but he didn't win his first one until 2005. And he won his last one in – 2014,
0: 2015?
1: No, because he beat AJ Styles to get 16, and I'm trying to think when wow. that was. AJ got there did, 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 got there at 16, 17. 18, 2018 at the Royal Rumble. So 13 years. Yeah, 13 years he amassed 16 world titles. That's ridiculous.
0: You know, or or better yet, they could do like Bruno. Bruno had two title reigns. Yeah. Of about eight years total.
1: (laughs) So well, I mean, actually longer than that, because the first I think the I think the first one was eight years and the second one was like six or seven i mean he had uh, like... no
0: the second one wasn't that long oh it wasn't that long no the second one was on- only um like a year because yeah the first one was like seven or eight years because he beat buddy rogers and
1: yeah he beat buddy rogers in like seconds
0: yeah but he'd been with the bear hug uh partly because it was buddy rogers I mean, he, he had he had actually had i guess apparently he had a legitimate heart attack mm-hmm. and they were like we need to get the title off of him yeah Oh, his two reigns were more than 11 years total. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, 2,803 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the second one was 1,200 days. So, well, yeah, about four years. Yeah, right. that's, well, what was, maybe that's what three, I was Three or uh, four
1: years for the second one. I knew the first one was like eight years. But look at that. That's, he had two, two world titles. <laughs> Held it for almost yeah. 12 years between the two
0: and he lost the first one to Ivan. Ivan was a transitional champion. Yep. Um and yeah, of course, I mean apparently like it made the garden just completely quiet.
1: Oh yeah. And then they erupted and rioted. Basically. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um let's see. Uh where are the where are the dates? Give me the dates, people. Um and I don't think people understand how over Bruno was either. I mean, I mean, that could be a story for you know a totally different podcast. We could just oh, talk yeah, about Bruno, but
1: Bruno sold, sold out the garden in name value alone.
0: Yeah. Every month, every, every month.
1: month, all people had to see was that Bruno San Martino was on the card and the yep. garden sold out.
0: Um, come on now. Come on. Why can't I find it? Wikipedia. Um, Well, either way, I mean, that to me, is a mark of a champion. You know, it's not how many reigns you have because it's not like, all right, the Patriots have won how many Super Bowls? Eight, nine, ten? I've done lost count now.
1: Yeah, I've lost count.
0: Yeah, but every season starts fresh. Yeah. You know, the Celtics, how many?
1: Celtics have uh, 18. They are the – I think think the Celtics have – Either 18 or 19, I know the Lakers are right up there with you about it. Said the,
0: La- the Celtics and Lakers are right there.
1: Yeah. The, I think the Celtics may have 19 and the Lakers may have 18. I know they're just like one or two in between. They have – both of them have like double digits. So
0: Right. I mean, and so if you had to say, okay, which teams had like the greatest dynasties? Yeah. You know, the greatest championships. That's impressive to win that many because as soon as you win it, take a break. All right, next season, let's go. Yeah. Uh, and I believe the Yankees have more World so, Series yeah, wins.
1: Yeah, the Yankees have 27.
0: And you would know that. Yeah. But... And then the next, the next closest
1: one is the Cardinals, who have 12.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I, would, I would not have guessed either one. <laughs> uh, and that, to me, shows more you of know, a, a championship thing because you can keep repeating it. You mm-hmm. never lost it. Right. You know, you just yeah. said next year, went up, did it again. Yeah. And in wrestling, and, and they need to stop. Well, they're a 21-time world champion, and that means they lost it at least 20 times. Exactly. You know, so that's not, you know, uh, how many times did The Rock win the belt?
1: The Rock has a total, uh, he has eight WWE titles and two world titles, because he had, he won it twice when it was the WWE-owned WCW.
0: Yep. Okay. The big gold belt.
1: Yeah. He had, he's got two times he's, he's had the big gold belt and then he's an eight-time WWE champion. But Rock's entire run of those eight WWE titles are like less than two years.
0: Yeah, I'm looking for... Maybe
1: less than, maybe barely a year because they hot shot because he won most of those during the attitude era where they hot shot at everything.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, you win the belt one night, you'll lose it before the night's over. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's um, man. All these I'm looking at it's Like who has the most like world title reigns? Oh, the rock uh, 10 times. And, but it doesn't list how, how many days, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, but like you said, I mean, Oh yeah, the rock, he won it. He won 10,
1: yeah, ten times ten world, 10 world titles, but
0: but he kept losing it like immediately. Yeah. Uh and he made Mick Foley's kids cry. So
1: Yeah.
0: That was that god, that was brutal. That was yeah, that was. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. So so when uh the big bald dude, when he came out, I can't remember his name, when he came out and announced
1: oh, oh we're gonna have A- Adam Pierce. Yes, Adam Pierce. Who is a former uh, NWA World Heavyweight Champion? Really? Yes.
2: Okay,
0: so he he's actually you know got the good background in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, he had. It's that time. Yep. He had this belt here. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, but when he came out and announced there was going to be one more entrant, I was just like, oh no. I was like, "Please don't let it be Brock Lesnar." Because See, they,
1: that's what—that's what exactly what I thought of the. Yeah, I'm like, "Please don't let it be Brock." There's no need for it to be Brock. He's already right. got a title match booked
0: and, for SummerSlam, and, and they've already done—they've already done that where he—he he was a surprise entrant. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Then theory came out, and I was like, I don't know if this is better or worse.
1: Uh, it was equally bad. And as soon as theory came out, I just. I didn't care about the match anymore. That's the bad part about yeah. it. Because, we, because knew who, we,
0: knew we knew who was going to win.
1: Yeah, I knew. And we were right. And Theory ended up winning. Which, for me, it's like, okay, here's the problem. There's not two world champions. There's only one. There's only one. And are you seriously? You either let Theory hold it until Roman drops it. Or you have an unsuccessful cash in because there's no way they're going to have theory beat Roman Reigns. Oh, They're just, I mean, if that, that makes no sense. Liv Morgan, Morgan beating Ronda Rousey makes sense. Makes sense. This, you know, Liv has, this has been a, you know, a growth, a redemption arc for Liv Morgan, you mm-hmm. know, all these things he's been through to get to the top. That makes sense. Theory. This makes no sense because here's the thing with theory. It's like at NXT, he wasn't, he wasn't one of the guys. He was still like a prospect. And then he gets drafted to Raw instantly becomes Mr. Man's protege. And it's like, he hasn't, he hasn't had that run of good stories or good matches yet to warrant it making sense. To put the briefcase on him. I think they just did they swerved us just to swerve us. And that's that's a like, waste of the briefcase.
0: A, and that's a Russo
1: move. Swerve. Yeah. yeah, just just to swerve. And it's like, but the thing is, you only got people talking about it Monday. Yeah. Sunday and Monday. After that, nobody's I haven't seen anything on Twitter all week about Theory being Mr. Money in the Bank.
0: And I saw the twitters. Oh, they're like, one here, like, yeah, you, you need to bring up new guys. Well, oh, no, you brought up a new guy. What are you doing? No, bring up people who are ready. Just, I mean, yeah, he, exactly. He's not. He Austin Theory is not ready.
1: Right. That would have been like if Shotzi had have won the right. women's Money in the Bank. She's not ready for that yet. Yeah, great and name or that. not. Yeah, yeah, great performer, but she's she's not at she's that level. Not yet. ready yet. Yeah, she's not ready. And Theory's not ready. Theory wasn't in my opinion, Theory was not ready for the United States title either. No. The and dude's good in the ring. The dude's going to be really good, you know, in a few years. But that like we were saying at the top of the show, that is too much too soon.
0: Mhm. And we saw Theory in the elimination chamber because we all said the same thing at that match. Brock Lesnar went over, Austin Theory got over because yeah. he impressed everybody. We're like, "Okay, you know, dude's got some potential. He's going to be really good. And then Vince McMahon was like, "All right, haha, let's press him raw." And
1: yeah. yeah, it's like, okay, yes, he got over right then, but he still needed more time to develop and grow. And I'm not really a fan of the character. It reminds me of just like the the smug jock type character, yeah, which I'm not really a fan of. But like I said, he's he's skilled. But Mm -hmm. he needs more time. He is not main event ready yet. The problem is they had to put the briefcase on Theory to try to push somebody new because your roster – again, you gutted your roster (laughs) of talent. So now you've got – you don't have a lot of options of who to put the briefcase on because at one time you had a lot of up-and-coming talent that you could have put the briefcase on – and then use that year, you know, that year-long storyline-wise, where they could cash in to keep developing that performer. And
0: they you know, some, that now. you know somebody who just came from NXT up to the main roster who I would would have been okay with getting the briefcase, Tommaso yeah. Champa.
1: Absolutely, They're, Yeah, and, and why was Champa not in that match? Oh, because hey, we have to saddle him with the Miz so that we can have this tag team match that I can guarantee they're going to have. It's probably going to be AJ Styles and Logan Paul versus Mm. The Miz and Tommaso Ciampa because AJ and Miz have been feuding, and then Logan Paul said that he signed a WWE contract so he could could get a match with The Miz and beat him up for what he did to him at WrestleMania. Logan Paul, I
0: mean, yeah. He has respect for the, for the game. I mean, yes, and I'll give he him that.
2: I mean, he, 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 put,
0: he put in work. I mean, you can yeah. tell that at WrestleMania. I was like, okay, because I think bad bunny kind of inspired people to say, look, if you put in the work and you do like bad bunny, because we were all like, Oh, wait a minute. Bad bunny
1: even, even rented a place in Florida. So he would be right there with, by the performance center so he could train nonstop.
0: Right. So he wouldn't go in there and did not disrespect. Mm-hmm. sport because that's yep. why a lot of wrestlers do not like non-wrestlers coming in the ring because they always it seems like they always put them over oh the yeah wrestler and it hurts yep. it hurts the industry yeah you know so bad bunny came in and it it, it showed he had put in the work yeah logan, logan paul came in and we, you know we were even like oh my god what's going on? whoa wait a minute what's he whoa that's yeah cool. i was like oh he just did leap frogs and he was doing all this other stuff. I'm like, okay, Logan Paul. I mean, all right. He actually put in. He put in his time. Steve O didn't. No, you No, know, that one. Um, a lot of people they they liked the match. I was not a fan of it.
1: Of but... the um, the Jackass match. Yeah, basically. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. 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 Um,
0: I was like, y'all can use Sammy Zane so much better than this.
1: Yeah, it's like one of the most talented wrestlers on that roster, and you put him in a match with Johnny Knoxville and the Johnny cast.
0: Knoxville. That's what I was thinking of Steve.
1: <laughs> and the, you know, and the cast of, uh, of, Jackass. Of, of Jackass and Jackass hasn't been relevant in like 10 years. So uh, it's like, what was the point?
0: To push a movie that nobody's going to watch still.
1: Yeah. Cause nobody did. Yeah. I mean, like, you're,
0: you're using a niche market to push, a, push another niche market mm-hmm. movie.
1: Yeah.
0: And you're thinking there's some crossover there. And no, they were like, no, this guy, he's in our ring and he's got out of He's wearing, over, you know, he's wearing like long Johns in the ring.
1: Yeah. What's this dude doing? You yeah, know, because the thing is, the people who watched Jackass back in the day have grown up and grown out of that. Yep. The people, the, you know, kids today don't know what that is. So right. they're not gonna be—they're not gonna be like, "Ooh, a new Jackass movie? What's this?" They're not gonna watch that. They have and, no frame of reference.
0: And and part of the the pranks on Jackass, I'm like, y'all realize it's called vandalism, right? Exactly. Yeah, to go into a department store or hardware store and to poop right there in the toilet—that's on public display. Yeah. that's a whole—that's a whole lot of getting arrested right there.
1: Yeah, it's just frat boy humor, and yeah. it's like. It,
0: you know and and they're still spinning the the original limp biscuit cd yeah <laughs>
2: yeah
0: <laughs> so, yeah uh, but and now i mean i can't even try to guess which direction they're going you know I don't either i mean and really wrestling should be unpredictable so i'm okay with it being unpredictable but there's a like you got the pit in your stomach unpredictable like uh i don't like this
1: <laughs> here here's my problem with Theory winning the briefcase. They book themselves into a corner mm-hmm. because okay, Theory's got the briefcase. He can cash in on a world champion of his choosing, which is only one. Yep. Anytime up up to a year. So what do they have him do the next night on Raw? Instead of playing up the fact that he could cash in on either Brock or Roman, they have him wanting his rematch to try to get the U.S. title back. So is he a mid-card guy or is he a main event guy? You know, which you know which part of the pecking order do you want him at? And it's like because fans aren't going to – if he's hopping back and forth, fans aren't going to buy him as either one. They're not going to buy him as a mid-card guy chasing the U.S. title. They're not going to buy him as a main eventer even though he's got the main, the money in the bank because he's chasing the U.S. title.
0: Yeah, I mean, he may try to say, well, when I want to hold all of them? <clears throat> well, you're not going to, dude. <laughs> you're not going I mean, to.
1: And here's the thing. If he, ca- if he tries to cash in at SummerSlam, here's your options. Roman or Brock. You ain't winning either one of them. Right. Not, you cash in on Brock. The, you know, you cash in on Brock. You're just going to Suplex City. You cash in on Roman. You're taking a Superman punch in the spear. Probably get the gu. Probably get the. Uh, it is the guillotine, isn't it? Yeah, he'd probably get the. Yeah, probably get the guillotine yeah. choke. They're not going to have theory. If they have theory, cash in on either one of them and actually win. That stadium is going to erupt, and not in a good way.
0: And you need to make sure that when it happens, you need to take your phone and kind of turn it sideways. So that way, when you get the video of all the riots happening, it, oh, know, yeah. it'll be a good quality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Look, look at this. And then, since I'll put be all, yeah, I'll be yeah, in Florida I'll, at the time, so just send it to all, me.
1: I'll put it all over the TikTok too. It's like, <laughs> here is what's happening because they gave Austin Theory the title. Oh, oh wow. Well. And I don't see them cashing in then because, regardless of who wins that match, Somebody's got to defend against Drew McIntyre at mm-hmm. Clash at the Castle. And I'm sorry, but the money match is not Austin Theory versus Drew no. McIntyre for the world title. <sighs> that is not, that's not a money match. I'm sorry. No disrespect to Austin Theory, but you're not in the money match territory yet.
0: I mean, the only, if you want to call it the worst money in the bank winner that I can think of was Otis. Um I because could ne- they were ne-
1: we because they were never we knew they were never going to push him with that. We knew There's sooner no or later. There was no o- way they were gonna push him.
0: Otis was like the lovable huggy teddy bear fan favorite.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, the, the almost like the underdog, you know, because um you know, just the way he portrayed himself, kind of kind of childlike, not childish, but kind of yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, now, you wouldn't know that now, you know, but yeah. I actually uh, I, like
1: him better. I actually like him better now.
0: Yeah, um, because I mean, the goofiness could only go so far, and all of a sudden, uh, there was rumors that that was an accident when the the briefcase fell on him.
1: Yeah, I, the, I've heard that too. I've uh, I actually have always thought. From I've watched that match a couple of times just to see if I could figure out what was happening. I think AJ was supposed to win that match, and the briefcase fell. and the and, and Otis, Otis caught it, so they just had to go with it. Yeah. Because it's not like they could just go and hang it back up.
0: And Vince McMahon's not going to walk out in disgust anymore because last time he did, they blew both his quads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so,
2: yeah.
0: Um. Oh, well. So we need to go ahead and wrap this up. And yeah. Uh, just so let people know we will not be recording next Monday because somebody has a wedding anniversary.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> tr- I, I'm trying to make it to the next wedding anniversary. So <laughs> I kind of need to, you know, I kind of need to, you know, Spent some time with my wife <laughs> that day, so, uh, so I will be available to record on Monday, the 11th. That's our be uh, four, have... four years we've been married on the 11th. Oh,
0: well, I guess it. Yeah, I guess it will be one. Yeah. Um. So, y'all have you already had dinner plans, or you're just going to kind of wing it, or
1: um, we've got dinner plans. We'll probably go probably go to Texas Roadhouse, right? our favorite place to go.
0: That's not and a bad favorite.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's uh. Plus, it's it, being a Monday. It shouldn't be that busy. So.
0: True, and let's see that'll be the 11th you know so you never go anywhere like that on the first of the month right because it's just packed everything's packed yeah yeah
1: (laughs) yeah it's always packed so it should it should be a good time we'll probably go out to eat maybe do a little shopping or something and
0: you know and get her a um get her another belt you know (laughs) And you know that way, if you don't like it, well, just take it back. So, all right, I guess I'll take it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, you know, just because your name's already engraved in it. I mean. <laughs> I mean, come on. I'll be sure to tell
1: her that was your idea. <laughs> so. Uh, if I'm going down, I'm taking you with me. <laughs>
0: uh, you know what? A good belt, though. We need to get the lo- our logo put on a belt. We I'm really serious, do. I just cool. not thought about. That. I've
1: I've actually thought looked into that actually.
0: Okay. I was,
1: uh, I was looking at some stuff, and I was telling Hope I was thinking about doing that.
0: That know. would actually be kind of sweet. Yeah. You know. So. But so we'll be back on next Thursday. Yep. Uh, God knows what's going to happen in wrestling between now and then. I mean,
1: there's no telling. AEW has been kind of. I mean, it's still been consistently good, but it's yeah. new, news-wise, there hasn't been.
0: Right. And and a lot I hate going that. On. I mean, I really hate that we've been monopolizing all our time just talking about WWE, but they've just had so much. Crap yeah. happening.
1: Well, they've had so much like sensational type stuff going on. And AEW is over here, like we're just gonna keep putting on good wrestling shows. Yeah, and mind our business. And, <laughs>
0: and you know, when you have a breaking wrestling news story the first media uh, outlet that, that releases it is the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, you That's, gotta, that yeah. says something right there. So
1: yeah. Uh speaking of AEW though, before we go, Wardlow won the TNT title last night. Oh, yeah. All
0: right, cool. Um, and speaking of titles, Jack Vaughn, he's kind of an NWF. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he, he is now the new OVW heavyweight champion. I just oh, really just, just saw cool. it on Facebook like five minutes ago. So, um, but yeah, we'll figure out what, what I was gonna have between now and Thursday. And you know, but until we can talk again,
1: God bless. God bless.